Welcome to AAPI Narrative. I'm Ni. I'm Rachel. And I'm Z. And this is the podcast for the modern day global Asian perspective. Welcome back to second half of things to consider before marriage. Before you tie the knots, would you talk about anger management issues, like the struggle they had, or are they in therapy? Um, for me, I guess I kind of go tie similarly to like that STD thing, where um, if we were getting married, I feel like you'd see the person's tendencies Mm-hmm. And you would then either address or try to like re um, redirect, I guess, like what's happening, um, and mm-hmm. then determine before getting married whether or not that was like the right fit. Um, but I guess you brought up also a really good point, Z, of like, well, how do you then expect to raise your kids, mm-hmm. um, and what types of tendencies that you see in your partner may or may not transfer over to like your offspring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, yeah, that is a, definitely a conversation to have, like, before getting married to make sure that you, like, you and your partner are aligned. I've mm-hmm. never, I haven't had that conversation yet. I guess, like, when we talk about having kids, it's, like, not necessarily having kids together, but just, like, the idea of having a kid, how would I raise it? Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say I would be, like, the fun mom, but I already know myself and know that I'm probably going to be, like, the stressed out mom. And my partner would need to learn to offset that. So that's why I guess, like, in that turn, um, I think Nick is, like, a really great partner in that regard because he's, like, very relaxed and, like, he keeps me relaxed. And I could totally see him being, like, the fun, chill dad that just, like, wants to hang out with his kids. And I really appreciate that in him. Yeah. How about you, Nii? Like, I know Joseph doesn't have anger management <laughs> problem, but let's say if he does, um, would you bring it up before he, you like say yes to him forever about his anger think, management issues? <laughs> yeah, if if he had it, and I feel like that's at the beginning of the relationship, possibly. Mm-hmm. Then I think that it depends on how it impacts our relationship you know mm-hmm. um and if it was impacting our relationship then i think i would be concerned about how the relationship would grow because mm-hmm. of that anger um and how you know as you know anger is normal so how do you cope with that so i think like i'm very much for counseling and therapy and whatever you need to do to feel supported um i feel like i'm more of the angry person to be honest (laughs) i was gonna say the same thing for me (laughs) yeah like if i'm being 100 percent honest like you know i think that's one of the things that i try to work on the most and Mm -hmm. I, i think over the years i've been able to recognize when i'm getting angry Mm-hmm. even the smallest things right and then just realizing like oh like I think I framed my feelings wrong you know like where mm-hmm. was this coming from and just asking that those questions like why am I angry was it necessary that I was angry and so like if it impacted Joseph then I would tell him directly like I'm sorry that I re- 
responded in this way, um, it wasn't towards you. It was because of X, Y, Z. Um, and I think that helps because, like, over the years, um, mm. I think we've both grown in different ways. And I feel like, you know, to to respond to what Rachel said about, like, potential kids or whatever, mm-hmm. Joseph said he was going to be a very strict person. But honestly, I think, like, with my attitude, like, as much as I think I'm very relaxed, I would have a very, um... <laughs> So, do you have a passion? <laughs> what do you like to do? And I think it would bo- that would bother me if that person if if my if I had kids and if they didn't have um like their own interests or things like that, then I think my my own personal like pers- like my personality would push me to want to identify ways to support them. But that might come off overbearing. So, you know, it's just... And Joseph's very relaxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very yeah. like, just be a basketball player. <laughs> it's all about a balance. Yeah. What about, about you? Oh, what? What about you? Anger oh, management. Ma- anger management issues? Yeah. Um, well, for sure, it will be addressed... Um, I cannot be in a, in, in a relationship with someone who has anger management problems. <laughs> I realized that. I learned it the hard way because I realized I'm the type of person who vibe off other people's vibes. And if someone has anger problems, it makes me do things that I don't like. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I will be mad for no reason. I'll be upset for no reason because the other person is feeling that way. So I, I'm the type of person who will soak in their vibes and their energy and how I how my day is will be based on that my significant other's energy and I will not be able to be with someone with anger problems. Um, that being said, there won't even be therapy because I'll dump their ass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Like you can't, I mean, like period. That you can't. That's just like out. jealousy. <laughs> like jealousy is the same way. Yeah. Because yeah. like if you like you know how you said like you vibe with the same like emotions. Like yeah. if they're responding a certain way, you tend to respond yeah. or replicate the same feelings. Yeah. I feel like jealousy acts in the same way. Where if someone is jealous you know, then you tend to feel the same way, the same level exactly. of jealousy. Because it's mm-hmm. like, if you're jealous, why should I feel comfortable over this? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing, yeah. You're on point. Very so. interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think about anger management issues. There's so. no even first space. <laughs> Rachel, you were going to say something? No, I was just going to add on to um, what Z was saying, where, you know, like, because you know yourself and you know what you want in a relationship, you're able to narrow down like the qualities that really do matter and like a significant other. Mm-hmm. And for you having somebody who's chill and who has like a good vibe to them is really important. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Um, yes. The next one is clothing. Would you care how your significant other dress? 
Um, to a certain extent, like, just don't be sloppy, please. <laughs> Mm. like i think the way you dress like you don't have to dress to the nines you know Mm -hmm. you don't have to wear a suit every day but like i think like dressing up and um being put together Mm -hmm. connects with your confidence your mood and so that's it that's it i do know that there are people out there who very much care about the way their significant other dresses up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have one particular friend who, you know, would prefer that her partner dresses up during dates and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it rarely happens. Nothing wrong with like, you know, someone wanting to be comfortable, but I think like, it's like those little efforts that, you know, if someone wants you to do that, maybe for a day, like, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, Totally agree on that. Um, I think it's like interesting because I, I personally don't care wh- how Nick dresses. I'm not the one wearing it, so I'm like, whatever. But I will say it does make a difference in the way I dress. Um, because, so I guess like as I went through like all my different stages, like I used to dress, I feel like up more in that sense or just like put more effort I guess into like what I was thinking about wearing but because Nick is a very casual dresser and he dresses for comfort um that's like affected me in saying like oh you know I don't have to dress like I don't I never dress to the nines or anything but like I would dress sometimes in like more uncomfortable things that would look better because I I wanted to look good and you know like boosted my confidence but Mm -hmm. then at the end of like our dates I'm like "Ah, I don't want to wear this anymore and he's like well why did you wear it like you should have just worn like a t-shirt or something it's like well you know I just wanted to look good okay (laughs) listen to Nick (laughs) I know so now shout out to Nick (laughs) shout out to Nick I'm getting so much recognition But yes, but now I dress for comfort and that's now my style, which I am like mm-hmm. in love with because yeah, so now it matches. But it's just interesting because I guess like had, if you were a couple when one dressed really well and the other one was just like dressed for comfort, mm-hmm. I, I guess I was just thinking like, you know, if you're walking down the street, then it just looks like you're going to two different places, but you're mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's just very interesting. But yeah, no, I... And I guess it, like, comes with age, too. Like, as I am more comfortable and confident in myself, I find my own personal style. And I realize that although it's nice to look at nice things, like, I'd prefer to dress more in comfort. Mm -hmm. Because, like, even when I'm, like, looking through clothes that I, like, want to buy when I get them, and I'm like, oh, they look cute. They're not, like, the most comfortable thing. I don't even tend to, like, pick them up as often. Mm -hmm. So then it's just Mm -hmm. a waste of money. So it's really just like knowing my own fashion at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Self-love and confidence. We love those exactly. two. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. but can I just add? So what I do really like at times is like when, even though I don't care how like my significant other dresses, it is nice sometimes when they'll ask me like, oh, like, should I wear this or this? Like, what oh, yeah. should I wear? It's true. Like, it's I very think, cute. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because then it, like, shows, you know, like, they care about your opinion, um, and, you know, they just want to, they want to try something new, and, like, you're there to collaborate with them, so. Yeah. 
I should show just more appreciation when he asked me that. What about you, dude? Uh, I actually don't have a strong opinion what my significant other wear, as long as they dress appropriately, then it's all good for me on my end. Um, <laughs> but sometimes Aaron thinks that I am critiquing him. <laughs> Because every time when he dressed up, like, like he just dressed up to go out or somewhere, and I, I will make comments, but I don't mean it in an offensive way. Like, I'm always like, why are you dressed like you work at Target? <laughs> like, you were red and khaki. I'm like, are we going? Like, why? And he was like, why are you in front of me? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just asking a simple question. Say in a funny way, but he thinks I'm critiquing him. So I learned to just not say anything. I really don't have, like, a strong opinion. Like, he lets me wherever I want. I should let him wherever he wants. Um, as long as, like, at when we're going to a wedding and he's my date and he's not wearing, like, flip-flops to a wedding. I think if he does that, I would say something. Mm. But he's pretty good at, like, dressing up. Um, yeah. So I don't have a problem there. Love it. Okay. So just to pick out like, three more questions. How do you feel about your significant other posting about you or not posting about you on social media? Or not commenting or liking your post <laughs> i personally don't really use social media all that much mm-hmm. so i don't mind that they that he doesn't post about me because mm-hmm. he doesn't really use it either um mm-hmm. but what i do will say is that if i do send him like um, posts or like funny photos mm-hmm. I want to make sure he responds or else I won't know if he's actually just like seen it and he just like didn't either find it funny or whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess it's more so that like if I send him a post, I'm like, I want a reaction because I sent it to you for a reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ni? Same. I don't care. Joseph has not posted anything or used his account since like five years ago. <laughs> um mm. Yeah, I do want a response if it's, like, through a message, if I send a meme or something. Sometimes he'll, like, see it and forget about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hello, I just sent you a picture of a golden retriever. Is it that <laughs> cute? Are you going to say, like, cute? Something? Anything? Are you going to double tap Crickets? on it or what? <laughs> Crickets? Hello? Am I talking to a wall? Like, I just sent, like, five pictures of homes and interior designs like you don't like that like you don't care about that that's the only thing <laughs> yeah love it. uh for me um i guess i don't really care if aaron posts about me or not i actually prefer he doesn't your goals you're yeah. the gen z goals gen z goals everyone's yeah, on that tiktok life that is true <laughs> Okay, um, what is your dying wish with your significant other? What? What is your dying wish? Oh, that's very specific, too. Honestly, I would just wish that, you know, he takes care of himself and his family and just that time know that, you know, we, however we spend it, it's good enough. Mm -hmm. If it's longer, if it's like 80, 90, and then we die at 80 90 then it would be like i would hope that we get to travel to a lot of places meet a lot of different people do a lot of different things together mm-hmm. and just grow as people 
that's it. Pet some koalas. Mm. Um, adopt a golden retriever. Have a good time. <laughs> that's like a solid life. I love it. I think for me, it's just like, at the end of the day, I just want them to be happy, whatever that may mean. Um, I guess that also brings up a kind of other question. It's like, if you were to, this is kind of morbid, if you were to go before your significant other, would you be okay with them remarrying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, as in like, that is a morbid question, but no, yeah. I would not be okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So death do us the part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess yes. Yes, I will. Because I feel like, like you said, you want your significant other to be happy. And it's really sad to live by yourself as you get older. So you would want them to share a life with someone and like have them be like taken care of. Not saying that they can't take care of themselves, but it's just very fun to have a companion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would just be really sad to like see him by himself. Yeah. Same. Yeah. How about you? Would you guys be okay if like, dude, I'm dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> I'll be up there in heaven, just chilling, like chilling. Just pop a beer, like drink boba or something, and have a good time down there, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And last one, what keeps the relationship going? Communication. I think like deep talks really, I'm like a words person. And Mm -hmm. of course, Joseph is a a service quality time person. Mm -hmm. I think along like in on the topic of love language. Mm -hmm. um, For me, like any type of relationship, friendship, relationship with Joseph, Mm -hmm. I thrive off of communication and building mm-hmm. commu- like that strong relationship factor mm-hmm. and so when we have deep conversations or when he opens up to me like I feel loved when he does that mm-hmm. like if he doesn't tell me something like or not or if he doesn't share about his day like I don't feel loved which is very strange but then if he talks about his life and what he wants to do or like if he asks me questions mm-hmm. I feel very loved and that keeps the relationship going and I think for him it's like quality time and spending time mm-hmm. together so it's a mixture of that mm. about you two um. <laughs> So I guess for me, um, what keeps the relationship going is compatibility and humor, I think are like two of the big things. I guess compatibility is like kind of broad, but I think if you vibe really well with a person, those like, you know, to kind of ties in with like those deep conversations that you're talking about me, which I love. Um, My personal love language is like quality time. Um, So even if we're not we don't have any plans we're just like hanging out and just like watching tv or like playing video games or doing whatever just like being in each other's presence is really what like i thrive off of um and just being comfortable with one another so like if i'm doing something dumb i know nick isn't nick will make fun of me but like in a joking way you know Mm -hmm. and so like being able to like play off one another's like humor and just like my favorite moments like when we're together is really just like when I'm laughing so hard that I start crying so it's just like 
happy oh. tears, you know. We have like a lot of different like inside jokes. So That's I so cute. Thanks. Yeah. Sometimes I like joke around with him and I'm just like, dude, I think we have too many inside jokes that like if we try to find a different partner at this point, they're just gonna think we're super weird. <laughs> I'm like this is it. But yeah. But yeah, I, I do think it's like um being able to joke around is like really important for me because that's how I get comfortable with one another, with, with another yeah. person. So then that mm-hmm. will help me fe- feel more comfortable to like deepen that relationship. Because if I can't yeah. joke around with you, then I can't talk about like other serious things with you. Yeah. Um, so that's just me. Yeah. What about you, Z? For me, um, it will definitely be quality time. Actually, this is funny. Um, so what keeps a love going as a dating partner? I already told Aaron in the way beginning part of the relationship, I said the most scary part is me, both of us feeling really comfortable with each other. And that's when we start to like, feel like we don't need to do things for each other because we're like, we've been dating for each other for so long. And, and that comfort zone does come, like it creeps up and you won't know. Aaron, um, once a month, you should take me out on a date. It doesn't have to be something where it's fancy or it doesn't have to be like something expensive. As long as you thought it through and you planned it, it's fine. Like we can definitely just sit in a beach and don't talk to each other. It's fine <laughs> as long as you planned it. Um, and then as like, because this is like a pre-marriage list, right? So let's say if we do move, move forward like to marriage, I still hope that will continue on as in like he takes me out on a date like once a month so we don't lose that spark well you did steak night last night and he oh yeah yeah cute yeah i love it so like he always joke around like does costco run count as a date night and i'm like did you plan it (laughs) did you put effort in it yeah but it's more like spending quality time with each other but Mm. have you guys heard of the uh is it the two 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 rule so um I, I think i read this somewhere so it's like was a promise that someone like a husband had made to his wife like if we if and when we get married like i'll t- every two weeks we'll go like on a date night every mm-hmm. two months we'll go out for like a weekend trip and then every mm-hmm. i think it was like two years but i don't i can't remember if that's right or not now because that sounds long but like every two years we'll go out of the country or something like that to make sure that you know, you're consistently keeping each other, um, like, keeping that, like, spark alive, which yeah. is, like, what you're alluding to, Z. Yeah, for sure. I think it really makes a difference, though. Like, mm-hmm. especially if you are a person who really cares about, like, going out and trying new things, like, you get to share that experience with that person. So it's, like, really developing mm-hmm. that new memory it takes effort especially if it's easier to just chill at home which is also fine but yeah yeah Yeah. definitely i have a question yes so when you guys go on dates z you kind of alluded to this but um do you ever do you ever plan the dates or is it just aaron planning the dates or is it a split 50 50 it's okay it started out really well where we switch off so he if he plans november then i do december but i think he's getting comfortable (laughs) so i give him ideas i'm like oh my god there's like a a pottery class and he steals my idea 
So I realized I need to keep my ideas to myself for the month of mine. But usually we're trying to make it work as in like he does one month and I do the other month. So it's not like, it doesn't feel like one person is making an effort. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, I usually like to plan things. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph is really good at planning things when he does decide he wants to do something specific. Mm. Um, but I feel like I have more of a need to like do a lot of different things, like a lot often. Um, and so because it's because it's like mainly my idea to want to do things, then of course, like I hold the responsibility to like, you know, if I want to do something, I'm going to pitch it or run with it. Mm-hmm. so I think it makes it easier because naturally I'm a planner and I realized throughout our relationship it I shouldn't push Joseph to do something that he doesn't naturally like to do mm-hmm. but more so like if I want to have something then I'm gonna do it and then we both enjoy it anyways mm-hmm. so yeah I I'm usually the planner he's probably gonna be like and he always does this like Nah, it's all my idea. I'm like, yeah, right, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds like Aaron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about you, so Rach? Does, do you and Nick, when you guys do plan things to on either, either a trip or a date, who's usually the planner? Oh, uh, it fluctuates. I'm actually like the opposite of uni. I'm more on Joseph's vibe where I am not like a planner and to be honest Nick really isn't either you're kind of like both go with the flow so like we'll either do things we'll figure things out for like dates and stuff last minute or sometimes not last minute but we'll like plan it as we go and then we'll just like go with the flow um and then for trips it's like half and half like, mm. I personally don't like doing a lot of, like, research. So when I do do research, <laughs> Nick's like, wow, okay, you really want to go to this thing if you're, like, actually looking into it. Um, so typically on, like, trips and stuff, he'll do a lot of, like, the heavy researching into, like, what there is to do, like, what types of food and stuff like wow. that. And because he likes to do, like, all that research stuff. He's a very, like, um, what's the word? It's very, like, a... Detail-oriented? No, that's not it. It's just he likes to make sure that like the thing that he's doing is like very thought vetted, um, uh-huh. and he just wants to make sure that like what he's doing is like the best thing, the best option. So he just does oh. a lot of research in that sense. It's just his personality. Um, <sighs> but because he likes to he likes doing research into all these fun things, he wants to do everything. Sometimes in like the span of a day, there's not enough time. So what? I, where I come in, where my skill set is, is the uh, I'm the timekeeper. So Aww. if we're trying to get from place to place, I'm like, okay, well, we have to leave by this time. Because Nick has this tendency to always say, oh, we can, like, you know, stay for, like, 10 more minutes, 15 more minutes, which I appreciate because it's, like, very chill and relaxed. But then that also makes us miss things. So, <laughs> so it's, like, a, a give and take. Um, but, yeah. that's so interesting I hope you guys enjoyed our relationship series with Rachel, Nia, and Z thank you so much for watching 
see you in the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Wednesday. In the meantime, head over to our IG page at AAPI Narrative to let us know what you think about our episode. Don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast on Spotify. Join our newsletter so you never miss a beat. Bye.